0: Hello and welcome, I'm Bonnie and I'm Lily and this is Little Home Organised, a podcast dedicated to helping you declutter, get organised and reclaim time for the things you love.
1: I am so smart. S M R T.
0: Yeah, is that Simpsons? It is Simpsons. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you saying if I peeled off your um your skin, you'd have like alien flesh
1: on? I'm underneath? totally E. T. Under here, baby. <laughs> e. T. fun. <Ha. laughs> that is like one of my favourite childhood movies. Is it? Hello and welcome. This week we're talking about smart goals and how they can help you achieve your New Year's resolutions. We'll discuss the common reasons we fall off the bandwagon and what we can do to make our goals stick. Oh, bring on the new year. I mean, 2020 could almost not get worse, really. Like, let's just start afresh. I'm
0: so excited. I, I'm really looking forward to the summer storms. I'm looking forward to the intense humidity. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're not painting
1: a very nice picture there, I have to admit. No, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pumped for 2021. 2020
0: it was a bit of a year and I'm really excited for what 2021 <sighs> has in store.
1: Yeah, look, I have to admit, I think there are so many people who are really, really excited to see the back of 2020 and hoping that 2021 brings uh, some relief and some hope and just a bit more normality like.
0: And, you know, it wouldn't be January If it wasn't uh, the time where everybody is feeling super motivated and pumped to make, you know, the year to come their year and everybody is discussing what their New Year's resolutions
1: are. Yes. So today we're going to talk about how to make a New Year's resolution that's actually a smart goal because let's face it, we've all made those New Year's resolutions like... What are some of the ones you think you've made, Bon? I'll lose weight this year. And it's kind of like... (laughs) Oh yeah, how are you going to do that? And what is it that you're going to do to achieve that? And when do you want to achieve that by? And so it's just like this kind of like pipe dream that floats up in the air. I'll lose weight. Have and you heard it? any of your friends made some that are like really ridiculous? Um... No, I don't think so, um, especially now that we're in our 30s, people tend to be a bit more realistic these days. And a little unbothered. <laughs> yeah, you know what, There's I probably don't know a whole lot of my friends anymore who bother making New Year's resolutions because they're just so time poor and they're so in the thick of raising children that it's like, oh Yeah. That was New Year's Eve.
0: I mean, I also think about New Year's Eve and, you know, do you even stay up till midnight anymore?
1: No, no, (laughs) I haven't done that for at least seven years. It's a bit depressing, isn't it? Like, you know, you're such a party animal as a kid and I remember having really awesome New Year's Eves with a group of our like youth group friends from church. And we'd stay up all night and we'd play tennis and volleyball and swim in the pool and watch silly movies. And like some of the best memories of New Year's Eve were just great, you know, fun. And nowadays it's like, if I can make it to 10 o'clock, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> oh, how our lives have changed. I know. I know. But it's still not a reason to completely forget about why we're here today. Well, the idea of
0: um, a new year's resolution, of course, is that idea of this year is going to be different. I'm going to be intentional about not getting absorbed into the busyness of life and forgetting about the things that are important to me and the things that I want to achieve. And so for some of us, it might be, hey, I want, you know, the classic we always go to is a lot of people talk about wanting to change their physical appearance, um, people want to achieve more things, be it study, be it um, upskilling, changing a job. I want to make more time for myself to unwind, you know. Fill- That's a
1: thing? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> filling my jug, filling my cup, you know, all different kinds of things. And so it just, definitely doesn't have to be about, you know, I'm going to become a gym junkie or anything like that. but. What often happens, and we see this trend, is, and gyms see this trend, mm. where January the numbers are up.
1: Oh, yes. Everybody February, is really raring to go. Yeah. February,
0: still reasonably good.
1: Yeah. March. April, pew, yeah, the numbers really, really it drop really off. peters off. I think it's because Easter comes and there's a lot of chocolate.
0: Oh, that's true. And then, you know, it's game over from there. It is totally <laughs> game over.
1: I love Easter egg chocolate. There's just nothing oh, like it. I don't know what they do to the taste. If it's oh. just the,
0: you know, maybe it's the foil imprinting on the chocolate, but it just maybe. tastes so gosh darn good. So <laughs> today we're going to talk about news resolutions and how to actually counteract that trend. We don't want to keep, um, being ambitious and setting these goals and having them fall to the wayside and going, oh, how did that happen again? So today's episode is going to be all about how you can create a goal, create a smart goal and set yourself up for success.
1: I love it. And you know what? The best thing about this whole smart goal thing is that we can get really hung up on the, right, I want to lose weight and I want to lose 10 kilos in one month. And like for a lot of us, that's actually not it's really not healthy. <laughs> it's, it's really not healthy long-term either, but it's not realistic. And I love the fact that using the SMART goal acronym means that it's not so much about that sprint of like, quick, let's get it all done and dusted in a month. It's like, okay, let's actually talk about the year as a whole. And what are the, what's the kind of overarching theme for us for the year. So I love this smart goal thing because it really just helps us to slow down and realise that it's, a, it's not about getting it all done in the first month. So we'll explain exactly
0: what the acronym means a little later on, but first let's talk about some of the real common reasons that things do kind of fall apart when it comes to setting a new year's resolution or setting a goal um, when it comes to home organising.
1: Well, I think the first one is definitely a lot of people start too big and we see this in decluttering all the time. People want to declutter and where do they start? the garage or the room of doom. And it's like, no, 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 no. That big
0: overwhelming project. Yeah.
1: It's completely overwhelming. You get halfway through and you just give up or you shove everything back.
0: Yeah. You go in there and you bite off more than you can chew.
1: Yeah. So decluttering is a bit like going back to the gym and regaining your health. You need to practice. You need to flex your muscles. You need to get your strength up. Just because you used to be able to lift, you know, a hundred kilo weights doesn't mean
0: after many months of not doing it, you can't, you can you know yes you go back in there you can't start where you were there whenever we have a break from things in life or we're not practiced at it at all we don't mm. have the skill set we need to take the time
1: yeah just cuz i could run a full game of hockey when i was 15 does not mean i could do that now <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: getting sweaty just thinking about it yeah so yeah and i think like similarly to like what you were saying before And this is one of the, I think the most common things is we get so excited by the idea of the goal. So let's say I'm so pumped, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to clean my office and we're like running on this mentality that like, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to get it all done in one day or one weekend. Mm. And it just becomes this, the mentality that we're using is just like this fast paced sprint as opposed to going with the marathon perspective of what's realistic with my time, doing it over a couple of months and then having an end goal there.
1: Yeah. And that's a really good idea, especially for decluttering and for losing weight, because then it means that you're more likely to actually maintain the goal that you reach rather than it being such a quick slippery slope that you get to the bottom and those habits haven't had enough time to kind of stick.
0: Yeah. And like going back to the marathon analogy, if you sprint at the start of a marathon and you run out of your puff, you're not going to be able to get all the way to the end, right? Well, that's
1: right. So The ambulance will be picking you up a quarter of the way through. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and trying to rehydrate you. So I think another big reason that people fall off the bandwagon when it comes to organizing and decluttering their homes is that the goal that they've chosen is like kind of airy-fairy. It's really mm. vague.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like the, I want to lose weight.
0: Yeah. Like what does that even mean? It's not even tangible. It's It's so – Um, conceptual that it's not something that you can think realistically how is this going to be implemented to reach this idealistic Mm. version of my home so if my ideal version of my home is that oh my bedroom I want it to be a sanctuary you know we talk about picking a word for your room Mm. um, when you walk in and what you want it to feel like and be okay sweet you've picked the word well now what yes yes you know, it's it's not enough to just do that. You then need to make the pl- you need to make the plan.
1: I think that's where the um, fairy godmother thing comes into it for a lot of people. They they can honestly, people can call us sometimes and be like, "Yes, I'd like to organise this space." And we get there, and it's kind of like they turn around and look at us, and they almost expect us to to produce a magic wand. And when we don't, they're kind of like, "Oh, what you mean? This is actually hard work, and I actually have to go through that, and we have actually got to make some decisions." Yep. It's uncomfortable. You're probably going to cry and we have to get down and dirty. It's it's not a glamorous job, decluttering.
0: No, it absolutely is hard work. And that leads me into my next point, which is that often with our goals, we can get – really discouraged so we go into that garage we go into that spare room that bedroom and as we start going through things we realize that we don't necessarily have the skill set to tackle the problem Mm, we did think it was going to be a little bit easier we hoped the momentum would keep us going and so we get into these spaces and we're confronted with these difficult decisions that sentimental item that thing that's always been homeless that we've never been able to place somewhere and we're just feeling a little bit stuck with it all and it can be really disheartening
1: You know, that's a really good point. And um, something I love about the essentials guide that we just released last year is that the very first module in it is actually all about goal setting. And we talk about the SMART goals and how to make them um, more realistic and specific. And I think when we've actually identified what our goals are and also the roadblocks, which is also part of the course then that kind of sets you up to be able to overcome when those roadblocks actually come up because chances are we're all gonna get to a point where we feel discouraged, out of our comfort zone, overwhelmed, and maybe we're feeling a bit like, why did I even start this in the first place? And so it's really good to be able to know that you can actually overcome those roadblocks and keep going. Another thing that can really help you along those
0: lines of when you are feeling discouraged is of course having a, you know, what's the 2020 word of this tribe, having a tribe of people around you or having a support system. So be it people you live with, your family, um, maybe you're in a share house situation, maybe your kids still live with you, you know, um, If you don't have a support system or you don't have people who are on board with whatever your goal is, that can be really, really tough. So, Mm. you know, we um, did a webinar last year and I recall one of the people in the group was saying what they found so challenging is they would get really motivated to get in there and tackle a space in their house and they'd get it looking orderly and then not soon after their children and partner would come through that space and it would look like they'd never been in there.
1: Yes, you do need to get your family on board because if they haven't got buy-in, they've got no sense of responsibility about keeping it the way that you as a family have decided that you want to keep it. It's just you fighting an uphill battle against the rest of your family. So, it is that really important step of getting everybody on board.
0: Another reason I think that plays a big role when we come when it comes to having a goal and we're struggling to achieve it is of course time management. So life gets busy and especially even with January now, I'm about to head into back to school, you know, everyone's on school holidays. As soon as we get back into school, it's kind of like things just hit the ground
1: running. And before you know it, we're off to the end of the year, right? Oh, it goes so fast. Like I've only just done one year now of school and I tell you what, I blinked and it was gone. Yeah.
0: And so like, If we have a goal of, oh, I'm going to upskill myself in this way, or I'm going to clean this room, or I'm going to lose weight, but we don't have a sense of time and how that goal fits into a time scheme, we're kind of not setting ourselves up for success there. It does need to be time bound.
1: And of course, I think the big one is if you're just not ready. Yes. And I think part of the maturity of growing older is actually recognizing when it's not actually a priority for you. Because we will have heaps of people that will come into our lives and say, I really want to declutter, I really want to simplify, I really want to get rid of the stuff that's no longer serving me but they just can't make the time to do it. They can't make the decisions to do it. And you know what? That's okay. It is okay. If it's not your number one priority right now, if you're dealing with an extra child or some special needs or some health problems or, you know, a parent or a grandparent who's starting to decline in their older years, like it's okay. That you, you don't have
0: to do it you all. You don't
1: have to do it all. We don't have to be these super mums and dads who can, you know, do everything all at once and not break a sweat. Like it's actually okay to put the decluttering side off um, till next year or till six months down the track. Like if if this is you and you're feeling like you just needed someone to tell you it's okay to have a breather, it's okay to have a breather.
0: Yeah, I think everyone deserves a breather coming into 2021. Mm. And I, I can also relate to this from a slightly different perspective My personality type, I remember doing a personality quiz and, you know, they're questionable, but it was, (laughs) you know, supposedly reputable. And one of the core traits it pointed out in me was that I was an activator. Right. Yes. And so basically long and short of it is it means that when I see something that needs to be done... I don't want to sit back and think a real thorough plan through. I Mm -hmm. just want to get in there and do it.
1: Oh, that so describes you to a T. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and and
1: not in a good way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so like, I really was like, oh, that's really true about me. Like if I walk into a space and I'm like, this needs to be organized, cleaned, whatever. I'm so driven to fix, to solve, to change it that I don't necessarily take the time to set up the, the goal and the system the plan the plan and then Mm. I can end up being the person who's overwhelmed who loses the
1: momentum and then is like or you can end up overwhelming your sister who is not (laughs) an activator and is a massive planner and this whole time we've been doing the podcast I'm like just slow down we just need to plan a bit more and you're like no no no, we've got to get this done now, now now let's keep it Moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That um, makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh. Oh,
0: you're welcome. I understand So maybe you. some people out there can relate to that as well. But I think before we jump into the ways that we can re- resolve these common problems with a SMART goal, let's take a quick break for a clutter confession. Clutter confessions.
1: <laughs> hey, Bon and Lil. Uh, I've got a clutter confession. I collect gnomes for the garden i uh, been starting it ever
0: since I got my first house and thought the gardens could be a little quirkier. Started off with some pretty standard gnomes uh, with the tall hat and the um, snow white kind of decor and then moved on to some more quirky things like a Harry Potter meerkat uh, and a gnome pooping on a toilet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you hear him say decor? Yes, he's obviously been watching the edit, the home (laughs) edit. He is totally Americanized. It's so funny because we were actually just talking at Team Wine Time this week about decor and decor. One of the girls was saying she's actually been saying decor because she's watching so many American shows, especially like the home edit. And, um, yeah, it's really interesting that um, this caller has... Done the same thing. And what's even more interesting about that call is the um, variety of gnomes that his, like, um, collection has now expanded into. Yes. And you know what? Next to our parents' house, the neighbours have got this gnome that they inherited from the previous owners – where he's, he's doing number twos. No, he's not doing number twos, isn't he? No, no, no. He's got his pants down and he's doing a moony. Oh, it's so <laughs> awesome! A it's a moony. I'm like a moony. A moony. I've never heard it called a moony. Really? Well, it's mooning. Yeah. Haven't you ever like seen in Greece the the musical? You know the yeah yeah, yeah. the movie where they go to the blue moon bit and then flashes out the, the three boys with their bare. Bottoms. I've never made that connection. Oh my goodness. Can we watch that? I love that We can totally watch that.
0: Okay. (laughs) We digress. Um, But we We love getting these clutter confessions. They're great. So if you just got something in your house that's like a bit unique, maybe it's a collection, maybe it's just something quirky, we'd love to hear about it. Let us know. Head to the Facebook page. There are instructions on how you can send us an audio message on the page and don't worry, we keep it anonymous.
1: Okay, back to our New Year's resolutions and the SMART goals. Can we talk about this acronym, what does it actually mean? What is a SMART goal? So a SMART goal is a way that we break down a goal to make it actually
0: achievable. And so the acronym stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. And so what we do is we think of a goal that we want to create and we apply the acronym to the goal and make sure that it is a SMART goal. And if it's a SMART goal, we should be able to achieve it.
1: Oh, I like that. Okay, so can we talk examples? Yes. So let's
0: start. Um, so in a, in a decluttering perspective, let's focus on a room in the ha- on the house. Let's say let's we're going to go with the
1: garage. Okay. The and what's, garage. what's my goal for the garage?
0: Let's say your goal for the garage is you want to organise it.
1: Right. Well, that's a bit vague. What, what does that look like? Oh my goodness.
0: What does that look like? Exactly the point. So if we apply the SMART goal acronym, we'll start with the S, which is specific. So when we're talking about keeping things specific, that's exactly it. We want it to be so refined that it's really clear. What does organizing the garage
1: mean? So we know it's gonna be the garage, but what do we specifically want to achieve in this space? I see, so it might be something like, I wanna be able to park my car in the garage again. Yes, and then that's
0: something that you know, it's like a marker for getting things organized, I will create this certain dimension. It's like a a way to measure our
1: success. The other thing um, when we're talking about specificity, that's such a cool word, is quite often that airy-fairy goal is I want to declutter. And when we're actually talking about I want to declutter the garage, that's about making it a little bit more specific, I think. But what I love the most about this SMART goal acronym is actually the M, the measurable side of things. Because I'm really big on making sure that we can actually look back and measure, have we achieved success? So for me, that Airy fairy goal of I want to declutter becomes more specific when we say, I want to declutter the garage and I want to be able to get the car back in because that's something that we can measure. Yep. But then also I'm a big fan of the percentages. So when you look around the garage- what's the percentage that you want to get down to or the percentage that you want to get rid of? Because that's a really good specifier to be able to look around and go, yep, I've decluttered 50% of the stuff in my garage.
0: So the whole idea of measurable is that you want to be able to track your progress, right? So how will I know this is accomplished as Bonnie was just saying, like, I'm going to look in here and I'm going to know that 50% of my stuff has been decluttered. I'm going to be able to park my car in there. Maybe for you in your goal, you want to have shelving set up and you want to have two rows of your belongings now that are on the floor on those shelves. So making it measurable, once those shelves up, that's a tick towards my goal. Once the storage boxes are on the shelves and the items are in the storage boxes on the shelves, that's a tick towards my goal as well.
1: Yes. And our next letter in the acronym is A, which is achievable or you could say attainable. And what we need to do when we're talking about a SMART goal with the A is we need to make sure that the goal we've actually set is achievable or attainable. So for example, you maybe you've got a goal of I want to declutter, but- you actually don't have the time or the physical capacity or you maybe want to declutter a space that's actually not yours. And Mm. that's not something that's achievable or attainable unless you get that other person on board. So that's where the A needs to come into it. Is this actually something that is actually achievable or attainable with what what the resources are that you've got? Maybe you're a Pinterest perfect fan and you love the Pinterest perfect pantry.
0: And you want to get all the pretty containers inside your pantry, but you do not have the budget for it. Mm. That goal is not attainable then. It's not achievable. Yes. So we're trying to keep things realistic. Is the goal that you're setting actually something you are going to be able to achieve? So think about your circumstances and
1: think about whether it is going to be realistic. Yeah. I like that idea of, is this goal in your control alone? Because often we, we have these goals of like, I would like to get my whole family healthy, and it's like you can't actually change anybody else except for yourself. It's like when we're in a relationship that maybe is a little bit toxic and we want to fix the other person, then rather than fixing ourselves, you can only control yourself. That's exactly right. You've got to work on what you can control, not about what's out of your control.
0: The other thing I would say there about um, it being achievable as well is if you don't have the skill set, you know, we always talk about upskilling by practicing with the easier areas. But if you really get to a point and you think, I really need extra support then maybe it's not achievable for you to do it on your own without that upskilling. So maybe you bring on a friend who's more practiced at it Um, and who's really you know you're really comfortable making decisions with maybe you upskill by doing an online course you know like we've got one like the essentials guide which helps people go through all the rooms in their house maybe you encounter a professional organizer to come into your home and maybe that makes the goal more achievable for you so have a think about those
1: things as well you said encounter it makes us sound like aliens (laughs) I mean you said it not me right So,
0: are you saying if I peeled off your um your skin, you'd have like alien flesh? I'm underneath?
1: totally ET under here, baby. <laughs> ET fun. <laughs> that is like one of my favorite childhood movies. Is it? Yeah, it really. We should is. watch that. You know what? Other one I really love is Chitty Chitty Bang
0: Bang. <gasps> yes. Chitty bang bang, Chitty Chitty bang bang, Chitty bang bang, bang Chitty bang chitty, bang chitty bang bang. bang. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't remember the words, but clearly. you know what?
1: The first time I got my kids to watch it on our um, weekly movie night. They were like so not interested, and I was like, "Come on, guys!" I mean, I look back at it now, and I think they were like two and three, or three and four. So it was probably also that not movie is really. really long. Oh yeah, it is actually, it is. And there's some bits that are probably not as bright and colourful as what they're expecting, and mm. it's a little bit scary, I suppose, with the whole child snatching. Thing yeah, that, that whole goes thing. On.
0: Yeah, the creepy castle. Yeah, you haven't watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? You uh, for anyone listening? Oh my gosh! Yeah, love it please, please do watch it. Life changing. Um, so the next letter in the acronym is relevant. Is no, that's not a letter. That's a word. No, the, oh, is R. Right. Sorry.
1: <laughs> R for relevant. I'm totally relevant. What are you trying to say? You are your work. So is this goal worthwhile?
0: Is it the right time? Am I even the right person for the job? Is this a priority?
1: Yes, like what we were talking about before. If you need a breather, because there's other things that are a priority, have a breather, like it's okay. Or you you
0: know, it, I think of productive procrastination here. It's like, oh, I've got a really cluttered house mm. and it's really overwhelming me. And like this year, I'm going to, you know, sort my house out. And then you go out the back and you start sorting your children's cubby house instead.
1: Yes, it's, it's like, like every that's time- relevant to the goal. <laughs> every time I have to um, write a workshop- and deliver it, I all of a sudden need to declutter something. I've noticed this about you. Oh, have you? Yeah. Mm. I can always tell when you've got something pressing on. (laughs) Yes, because I'm like in this mad frenzy of decluttering. And like it's stuff that needs to be done. It's not like, you know, I've left my children without any clothes to wear or anything like that. But it's, yeah, I don't know. I just avoid doing the thing that I should be doing because – I want to do something I want to do instead. So think about your bigger picture for 2021 and where this goal is going to
0: fit in that big picture. Does it align?
1: Mm. And
0: then the last letter is T for time bound. Yeah. All
1: about the time, baby. This
0: is so key with any goal. If we don't have boundaries of time, markers of time to work towards, to, um, to meet milestones by this goal becomes
1: airy-fairy again because it can be achieved whenever. Yes, and that's why even if you have a really good goal that's specific, that's measurable, that's achievable and realistic or relevant, if you don't have a time frame on it, you could be working towards this goal for the next 50 years. And that's it. And, you know, maybe it's something where you're like,
0: oh, I'd like to get it done eventually, but it's not a huge priority for me right now, so I don't really want to bound it by time. Well, that choice means that it's highly likely it's not going to get done within the time frame that you actually even think it's going to get done in.
1: Some of us really need deadlines as well, because we're last minute Larry's and we'll stop and think, Oh, I've got all this time. I'm going to prepare, you know, I'm just going to dawdle over here and dawdle over there. And this is me, by the way, I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. Um, and then all of a sudden it gets to like the night before or the week before the deadline. And it's like, oh my goodness, that's right. I said I was going to do this. And it's this mad flurry of getting stuff done. And you know what? If you didn't have that deadline, you wouldn't have that pressure, that stress to actually get into it and get something done. Can you imagine if you
0: went to uni
1: and they were I like- I did go to uni, yes. <laughs> Can you imagine like
0: if you got there and they're like, oh, here's all your assignments. They're due in four years. <laughs> They're like – and there was just no uh, due dates. And it was like, yeah, to achieve your um, yes. degree, you just need to complete these assignments at some point. Yeah. You'd be like, what? Yeah. Like we need those things to help up keep us moving, keep us on track. Yeah. So when would I want my garage to be completed by?
1: And make it make – it, that realistic thing has got to be really important here. Like, yes, it's got to be a time deadline, but it's got to be realistic. Don't put in place, okay, I'm going to organise my garage uh, today this in weekend. two hours. Oh, yeah, exactly. Not going to happen. Especially if it's a big garage with a lot of stuff to be done. You mm-hmm. know, what would be
0: more realistic would be to have a time boundary that's like, okay, in six weeks, I'm going to focus – energy um, on this garage and have it achieved in six weeks. And every weekend I'm dedicating three to four hours to it. And it might be in six weeks time, I will be able to get my car back in here. And it may not be the whole thing. So we just mm-hmm. got to make sure that we have the the time-based factor considered. You know, Maybe for you, it's like, I'm going to go through my linen cupboard and I'm going to do it before the kids go back to school. You know? Yep. You have a, a date, one. you know what date they go back to school and that will help you achieve it. So a smart goal. S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound. Make sure your goal fits and is a SMART goal.
1: I don't know if it was the Simpsons, but I seem to remember this pop culture reference. I am so smart. S-M-R-T. Yeah. Is that Simpsons? It is Simpsons, yeah. (laughs) The kids who grew up pathetic. not being allowed to watch that show, man, we can quote I it. I know. It's probably because we were just like so intensely binging it once we were allowed to, to watch, watch it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. All right. Mm. So 2021.
0: The please year. be better
1: than last year. <laughs> the year
0: of hope. It will be fabulous. You can make any any year what you want it to be with some intentionality and some smart goals. So whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve. One thing that Bonnie and I like to do at the start of the year is to help us kind of this is kind of a level back from setting a smart goal because the smart goal is specific, mm. but we kind of have like a word and a vibe that we try to apply to the year. It's the
1: vibe it's and a
0: marbo. It's the <laughs> it's the approach that we want to take, and so we do a word of the year. So, Bonnie, what is your word of the year for twenty twenty one?
1: Well, my word last year was simplify because I was all about simplifying my life, like getting rid of the things that were time sucks and trying to move towards this. Um, Transition to the Sunshine Coast. So we still haven't done that, still here. Um, We're working on it. Working on it. But my word for 2021 is intentional. So I want to be intentional about. Every purchase I make, I want to be intentional about the things that I spend my time on. I'm actually going for a clutter-free gift-giving year, so giving only consumables and experience gifts this year. So um, we'll see how I go with that. Mm, see how I go when I receive it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, you were one that flashed through my mind of, oh, what am I going to give her? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so intentional baby. I would like to be far more intentional about stuff this year and not just focus on... Um, surviving, yeah.
0: My word this year is going to be courage because I think there's a lot of new for me coming up this year in 2021. Why? And What's happening to you? I am enrolled to return to uni. Ooh, and to, big step. I know, to do honours in psychology and it's pretty intense. There's a lot of statistical Uh, Information that I need to remember from like eight years ago. Mm. So I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed by it all, but I'm also really excited by it. And so Mm. I'm really trying to encourage myself to be courageous. One of the things that we talk about, I'm really trying to encourage myself to be courageous. One of the things that my husband and I would talk about with children and with our staff when we were training them is the idea of trying to keep things in the growth zone. So you imagine like three circles and in the very center, the very center circle is your comfort zone. That's where we all kind of sit. Mm. And then the circle that goes on the outside of that a little bit bigger is the growth zone. Mm. And then the circle on the outside of that again is the panic zone. Mm. And so in life, sometimes when we're getting really anxious, we feel like we're going into the panic zone or we're worried that a decision or something is going to put us in the panic zone. Yeah. And so we, we hide in the comfort zone.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: So my word of the year is courage because I want to be feeling courageous enough to stay in the growth zone and do what I can to, to stay in the growth zone and not go into the panic
1: zone either. <laughs> oh, I totally feel you. That's a great analogy. And for those people who don't know, Lily does not have hordes of children and staff at home. She's referring to all of her years working at summer camps and other camps, uh, both in the States, Canada and New Zealand. Thank you. <laughs> Just a bit of context there. You're like mother. What's her house What is like? It? Old Mother Hubbard. No, no, no. What's the shoe one? Oh, what's the shoe one? You know, there was an old lady who lived in a shoe. She had so many children. She didn't know what to do. You just sounded (laughs) like that. That's me. That's you. Well, can we jump into this week's Tidy Task Bond. So this one should be fairly obvious. It's a new year. It's time for a new you. What's your smart goal for the year? So I want you to think about whatever your New Year's resolution is for this year. I want you to pick one goal. It doesn't matter whether it's decluttering, getting a new car, um, learning how to budget, um, working out health issues, whatever it is, I want you to write down and I want you to go through each of those letters of the acronym. Is it specific? is it measurable, is it achievable, is it realistic or relevant and is it timed and if it's not tweak the goal so that it is covering all of those things and then write that goal down somewhere where you can see it all the time like above your bathroom mirror that's a really good spot
0: and if you're ready to get started but you're not quite sure what to do make sure to download our free organizing cheat sheet you just head to our website littlehomeorganized.com.au forward slash organizing cheat sheet
1: And that's it for this week's episode. We're so glad to be back in your ears and thank you for tuning in. And remember, progress, not perfection. See you later. Bye.